Well, you want to know what? <laughs> you could look up <laughs> Animal Crossing online, and you'll see there's so many articles where like people will be like, "Animal Crossing's turned me into an asshole," or like <laughs> things like that. Like it's just so bad at what people do in this game. Alright everyone and welcome to another edition, number 16 I believe. I can 16. count that high. It's Wait. right that's right, I can count that high. Diezy says I can count that high in Spanish. Oh what? Oh no. <laughs> Anywho, uh, welcome again to another edition of Game Wild. Uh, my name is Joe, aka Roughhouse Plays. And uh, beside me digitally is uh justin sjw shit just works how you doing today justin not bad man i am excited we got new uh new just games coming out all the time some delays though which we'll touch on in a little bit yep. but i'm just dude video games in general i'm just super excited about so i'm doing fantastic right now well that's amazing and i'm gonna tell you right now this is probably one of the highlights of my week being able to do this podcast oh, i yeah work so much throughout the week and sometimes even on the weekends and I haven't had much time to game um, as most of you may know if you follow my actual twitch channel I haven't been on in the last couple of weeks and it's just been difficult I'm gonna try to get back into a groove I'm gonna have uh, SJW over here try to kick my butt a little bit and maybe do some <laughs> co-streams to to force me into getting back on the on the well if, if you would get support. into Legends of Runeterra you could start you know casting with me yeah but, you know um, somebody doesn't want to well, I'm I'm not as hardcore into the card games as you are. I'd rather do I know, like I know. group stuff like that, like going back to Remnant or something like that. Yeah, Remnant but was anyway, fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But anyways, guys, I digress. I just want to start off by saying before we go into the question of the week, uh, please rate us five stars. Give us any uh, positive reviews you can give us. Anything like that would be much appreciated. Uh, follow, uh, get the little ring bell on YouTube, press that so you get notifications on when we go on. Uh, we are working out some live stuff. Um, you know, SJW has done much more in regards to casting lately and with other people to do more live things so mm-hmm. we can be interactive. We are working on trying to do another actual live stream that's better than the one we did the last time, I think. Yeah, so. and I'm, if, if you guys actually check out the YouTube, I am, I'm currently in a new room. So there's like nothing behind me right now. And um, I moved. I'm in a new place. And that's one of the things I'm working on is getting a second stream PC set up. Uh, Joe's going to help me out with that too. And oh my God, it's just a lot of, a lot of cool stuff happening. Very, very excited for uh, what's to come here on episode 16. Yeah, you're going to be the guinea pig. I have a machine that I've been waiting to set up for co-streaming that's pretty powerful, but gotcha. I just don't want to screw it up and I feel like it's waste, but it's really, it's a really nice machine. Anyways, back to what we were going to start with, which is the question of the week. Oh, yeah, as always. the reason why you guys may be seeing me on YouTube with a background for Capcom is exactly (laughs) the question of the week, which is, what is your favorite Capcom game of all time? Now, SJW, I have to tell you, does... 99% 99% of the work for this podcast. Literally, all I do is come on. I give some feedback, but I literally come on. Thank you. Be a con- <laughs> well, I want to give 
give you know where the credit where the credit's due because well, I, I, I am you, a busy Joe. person and you put <laughs> you put forth a lot of effort and I just want to make sure that you're recognized for that effort. So uh, this week he put together the question of the week and he's been doing the question of the week for the last couple of weeks. Um, and this week it is what is your favorite Capcom game of all time? Now when I started to think about this myself and I said to myself, well it's got to be Street Fighter, and then I just like stopped. And I took a moment and then I just in my head, believe it or not, I just went down a list in my head and I'm like, Mega Man. Monster Everybody Hunter. thinks Mega Man first, I think. Yeah, because because it's Capcom. Capcom and well, Mega Man no. are like synonymous. I mean, Street Fighter. Yeah, but Street Fighter is also oh, and Street Fighter. And Street Fighter I mean, that, yeah. so it's one of those two. But then I'm like Monster Hunter. Then I'm like Resident Evil. And then I'm like Marvel versus Capcom. Devil, Devil May Cry. Like, Devil May Cry. Oh, God. Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney, which yes. I only remembered because <laughs> of my background. Um, but, like, so many great games, and I know I missed a bunch of them, so uh, well, uh, I digress. What was the one we just said, the uh, the RPG? Uh, oh, uh, Breath of Fire. Breath of Fire. I was almost going to say Dragon's Breath. I got oh, too many words going in my head. Yeah, Breath of Fire, two, three, four, six. So, like, we have... There, we have a slew of games to choose from here. So I do not think this is going to be one of the hardest questions of the week. Uh, we may have we asked. say, may I say a plethora of hey, ooh, choices? Ooh, ooh, with with the vocab. Kind of like our, our game night, except a little bit better vocab than our game night. Yeah, exactly. We actually have been trying out. And for your uh, for the listeners who've been with us since day one, uh, the last couple of weeks we've been talking about the Jackbox party games. And um, I have purchased the sixth one, and I also have the third one on Xbox through to my Game Pass. And uh, me and a bunch of our coworkers have done game nights through Zoom and it's actually been pretty fun and it's worked. So they have walkthroughs on their site. So if you do have a bunch of friends that you're social distancing with and you want to have some game nights, it works and it's pretty good. Capcom so. also does dead rising. I dead t- rising. I totally See, another one. That. Another Dude, one. Capcom Perfect. is just an on point game company, man. They just know what's up and not. Ooh, Oh, I think I just found my favorite game and this is going to oh, be boy. okay. I'm not telling you yet, but you go first. Okay. You answer first. All okay, right. So, I've struggled with this. I have Street Fighter, I have Mega Man, and I have my Re- and I have Resident Evil in my top three. Mm-hmm. With um, uh, actually, funny enough, Dead Rising a very, very close fourth, and that was in no particular order because I've thought about it long and hard. And the games, I, I had to say to myself, okay, they've made twenty different versions of these games like these games have a a following that have iterations resident evil has up to number seven then they have their remakes and then they have their their offshoots resident evil games then you have mega man same idea it's got they've got you gotta pick one don't pick the series no 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 well no i'm not gonna pick well so oh wow okay because i was gonna go with the series no the series is the series is even harder i feel at least with one game you could just peg a very specific game that you had like an interaction with or something, or it's like nostalgic. With with a series, it's like how can you say if Devil May Cry is better than Street Fighter? Like one's fighting, one's action adventure. Like, no, it's but not... it's just like what hits to you the most. I mean, even the, it's you're not. This is all opinion based. I don't think the question is about. Excuse me. The question hey, has very strict rules, Joe. Okay. <laughs> I didn't see an asterisk next to the question of the week, so my interpretation is correct. Okay, fine, so, fine. You but, answer how you want to answer. Okay, okay. it's twenty twenty. Right, so, you can right, be what so you want to be. <laughs> the game that I've the the game series I've played 
not just the most, but the most recently in all of this stuff that I like because I've played Monster Hunter recently. I've played a bunch of other games recently, but it's Resident Evil. Resident okay. Evil by far to me is the game that I would go back to. I've played the remakes. I haven't purchased the new ones just because I have no time uh, to play them, so I'm trying not to spend money on things, but they just remade three. I had uh, told everyone on my Facebook, once again, if you're not following me on Facebook, I, I do pop things out that uh, people can get for free and stuff, and they had a beta of the new four-on-one Resident Evil game. Um, I played that. That was the most recent Resident Evil game I played, and it was pretty fun. And I watched a couple of streams about it. But if I had to pick a game within the Resident Evil series that I really, like, was into, it was Resident Evil 5. And 5 Ooh, was yeah. the one where they all had co-op. And it was a mixture of action with horror. So it wasn't as um, stiff as all the other Resident Evil games. So that one just seemed to be to me one of the more action-packed ones four really started that trend but five really kind of put everything together had co-op and, and everything like that so five was my big player i've played seven i've played six and seven and um you know i don't like the first person aspect i wish they would go back to it there's rumors about eight right now and that it's going to be first person again um not a big fan of it but did you, you know. play any of the VR Resident Evil stuff? No, I did not. But that's because I have no VR setup. Yeah, um, I, or I really to be honest with you, I wouldn't. Because I, okay, well, I just think that it would be—it's too intense. I feel. I felt it was intense. Like I ooh. felt seven was intense just because it was a first-person view. Yeah, and that was in VR. You know, I mean, I think so, VR would be intense too. But for that reason, I think Resident Evil is one of the few high-profile games that would translate decently over to VR. And again, well, I, haven't, they did. I haven't played it either. Yeah, no, 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 I I know they did. What I'm saying is most games that transfer over to VR, I feel, are shit. Like, they just don't... It's still gimmicky, if that makes sense. Yeah, sure. Unless it's... Like, I give Beat Saber a lot of props a lot of times. Like, yep. that is perfect for VR. That is a VR game. You could not do that anywhere else. Resident Evil, I think, is one of the few games that is right along that line where it's a zombie game and most VR stuff and zombies kind of goes together. Uh, just having that, you know, the shock and awe of a zombie jumping out at you. So, um, yeah. I don't know. I still want to get it. I have the PSVR. Maybe that's something I do with this, this new room now. Um, yeah, there you go. But before I get into mine, which you totally not even ever going to guess is, uh, <laughs> do you know what Capcom actually stands for? No, I do not. It was based on a combination of capsule computers. Oh, so yeah, okay. Wikipedia is a great thing, man. Which is probably um, yeah, okay. Yeah, so that's that. I didn't know that either. I mean, it makes sense. Um, now that just gets me thinking about Capsule Corp from Dragon Ball yep. Z too, I which was is kind of funny. Like, yeah, like Capsule Corp from Dragon Ball. <laughs> so we have a real life Capsule Corp in Capcom. So that's pretty cool. So, all right, here we go. My favorite Capcom game. All right, now I don't know if you know this, but Capcom also had a hand in many, many, many Disney games. Okay. Okay. Can with that hint, can you guess what game I'm probably gonna say? Oh yeah, a hundred percent. It's got to be Kingdom Hearts. 
If oh no 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 no! That's Square Enix though, but yeah, they but that was a lot of Disney characters. But that was Square Enix. Yeah, sorry. So that was Enix. Squeenix. But that was like my guess, and I'm like, was Capcom part of that? So that's why I said it. I saw God of War. I saw God of War on this sheet too of game. I don't know if they had something to do with God of War, but yeah, it doesn't make sense. God of War was was a Sony. Yeah, Santa Monica exclusive. I think Studios, I believe. Yeah. I don't fully trust this Wikipedia, okay? <laughs> but I do know that the game I'm going to say, and obviously the game you said are, are Capcom. But anyways, I'll give you another hint. It's on Super Nintendo. No, I'm going to let you. I'm going to let you uh, go through this because uh, I'm Disney's Aladdin. Really, the Aladdin okay. from Super Nintendo. You probably played it. You had to have played it, right? Did you I play, probably did you have, but I didn't. Oh, um, you never played it. That was. Did you play The Lion King listen, on Super Nintendo? I didn't even play. No, I <laughs> didn't play The Lion King. <laughs> it was just such a. It was just a side scroller. Yeah, you just all of them you jump over stuff. Yeah, it's I like it's guessed. like playing you know Mario or something just uh, in the Aladdin version. And I don't know what it is, but like Aladdin and Lion King, those that era of Disney movies is just very, very, very probably one of the most nostalgic periods of my life. And for probably mm-hmm. a lot of people, and turning on that game now didn't didn't give me the same feeling as Final Fantasy X. So for anybody listening, most people know I'm a huge Final Fantasy X fan. It's one of the reasons I love video games. That it doesn't top that. That is by far the best feeling ever. But very similar to that, popping in Aladdin around that time period when Aladdin was huge and hearing that that music, that Aladdin music was awesome and the game itself was pretty fun for the time i'm not gonna lie it was a pretty good side scroller it was entertaining and it was it had a, a okay difficulty it wasn't super super easy so um mm. yeah i'm gonna go with dizzy's Aladdin. and you know what wow. yeah sure resident evil is like a better game overall and, and all these other games that basically every other game well it's opinionated made. so i mean at well, the end of the day it's what makes you feel like yeah, hey this is what I i'm loved. going off the feeling right now so that's mm-hmm. that's the feeling now nowadays would I prefer to play that versus, you know, I'd probably play a lot more Resident Evil or Devil May Cry than I would Disney's Aladdin. But for mm-hmm. that instant when you insert it into the system and press play, uh, way better feeling with, with Disney's Aladdin. There you go. So, but I thought I thought that was cool. That, that just sprung to me last minute. I was looking at a bunch of the <laughs> high-profile games. I'm like, you know what? They made some Disney games. Yeah, their I name think- is right on that. Uh, I'm looking mm-hmm. at the actual box art, and it's right there on the box art. Oh yeah, I think they made Lion King too. I think that era of Disney, they made era. all the Disney games. Era, era. So, so all hey, right, guys, join in on the discussion. Let us know what you feel is your favorite Capcom game. Yeah, um, yeah. And if you comment, and you yep. can throw out the series too if you want, like I did. I, I think Resident Evil. Just, I mean, I still remember the Game Pro that I read when it first game came out and pro. It all. That was yes. my shit instead of Game Informer. Game pro. I loved Game, game Pro. pro yep. was the, was the... Whatever happened to them? They just went out of business or something? I, I, huh? You know, it's magazines, man. Magazines fell to the wayside. They're very, you know, it's very so, difficult to survive if you can't digitalize yourself. Um, so Game Informer I mean, did a good job. Game Informer Yeah, but really Game Informer, I believe, has been was part of, like, GameStop stuff. Now, I think it's so part of GameStop, yeah. Yeah, when I type in GamePro.com, it takes me to PCWorld.com. So I wonder if PC World bought it or something. Probably. I wouldn't be so, surprised. Well, with that being said, everyone, let's start talking about some of the news that we found. And so, SJW, why don't you kick it off? I feel like I've been driving the bus a little bit. So I'll hand this off to you and start off with this um, weird story you found about COVID-19 and so, gaming. So, yeah, I'm actually – so these first two are kind of uh, – 
well, actually, in all reality, the, the every everything's about COVID nineteen. Who am I kidding? So, but most of the time, anything going on right now is COVID nineteen related. That's everything in the news. Um, these first two are like directly related to COVID nineteen. So, I guess there's there's an Italian boy, right? Uh, he's on lockdown like everybody else, and basically the the title of the post is "Lockdown Inspires Italian Boy to Create Coronavirus Video Game," and I don't know. It says Serpa twenty versus COVID nineteen. I don't know if that's like the uh, like the cure, or the the potential cure for it, but uh, or Serba twenty. The aim of the game is a fairly typical quote unquote seek and destroy with lasers, except in this case. The player is in the captain's chair of the Serba 20 spacecraft, and the enemy is, that's right, COVID-19. Uh, so it's it's pretty cool that, I don't know, I just, I like the overall idea, and I don't want to spend too much time on this topic. I just thought it was a pretty neat uh, article because it was much different than everything else out there, which is pretty much everything's delayed, life sucks, everybody's mm-hmm. staying inside, yada, yada, yada. So th- there's a little bit of positivity from this is that this virus was spun in a positive way uh, from this little boy who doesn't look to be... Uh, it says he's nine years old. Uh, the name of the game is actually Serba20, FYI. And okay, um, cool. he just he, he looks at it in a positive light and goes, you know what? I got all this free time. I'm not going to school. God, what I wouldn't give to be nine years old not having to go to school. Holy shit. And uh, by the way, and uh, he's turning it into a game. And, and it just shows you nowadays too, I think how easy it is to to really just create anything you know you just you just fucking google it you just go to google and do what you want to do you know figure it out join something online read some articles learn and poof now he has a covid19 game so we just turned a virus into uh, potentially a money-making thing now this this looks very simple you know so it's probably not going to be this billion dollar video game but i just think it's interesting that there are people out there staying positive positivity right joe and, Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> and Absolutely, and doing cool, fun stuff uh, around this virus. So, yes, yes, it was. Uh, I do have to say, on another note, it was nice to see some sporting events happening. Um, mm. As you may know or really? may not know, depending on what you're listening to uh, or watching, the draft for the NFL happened over the the last three days. And, oh, that's um, right. Yep. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. And it's not necessarily a sporting event that's physical, but they did it digitally and they did it well. And I think this is going to open up a lot of stuff for people in regards to working from home. I think this whole COVID-19 thing is going to revolutionize a lot of people to be able to work from home and cut down on building costs and things like that. Um, that's a that's a digression. But when we're just talking about positivity, I was thinking about how good the 49ers did in the draft and did some big trades. But that's that's you're another the, podcast. You got to sneak that in there, huh? You just got to sneak podcast. that in. You know, hey, this is a we could just rename this as a gaming podcast. And technically, right. gaming and is a very a broad scope. Yeah, Let's talk so about that's... Madden 21. <laughs> well, <laughs> speaking speaking of sports games. Oh, well, yes. Um, actually, this look is at that segue. segue. You were, wow. Dude, you, you thought that out perfectly. Unintentional segue. <laughs> um, so we have uh, some unfortunate news. So to follow the positivity, the good news first, followed by the bad. Um, it looks like in a very, it's a very weird game, but I, it made sense after I read it. Uh, WWE, RIP WWF, announces it won't release a WWE 2K video game in 20, 
20. Um, you know, that's that's disappointing. I personally, did you ever play a lot of wrestling yes. games? You, oh, was, that's right. You love wrestling games. No, yeah. I was huge into wrestling games. I probably fell off the map probably five years ago on wrestling games, as I did with okay. a lot of sports games, too. I used to... I used to do like a trifecta. I used to get Madden, a uh, FIFA and a uh, fight night. And then oh, until wow. fight night went away. And sometimes I would get to, like a baseball game or something like that. But you know, the game I've I never bought into the craze, which I'm very like surprised. Like I've even bought into call of duty. Oh, uh, well, let me guess. Is it like MLB the show? No, I was going to say I never bought into FIFA. Oh, FIFA. Oh, okay. I just, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I actually liked MLB the show when I was younger. It was pretty fun. FIFA, oh. I just never got... I've only played it like twice at some like college dorm or something like that when I was younger. Right. But I've just never gotten it. I don't know. I've just never been a huge soccer guy. Yeah. I mean, and looking at this, there's no indication of why they're canceling it. I assume it's just budgetary. Um, I mean, they're getting hammered hard without being able to do live events right now. So they're losing ticket sales. Um, well, when I say live events, I mean that they're not able to get ticket sales and things like that, which is a big part of their revenue. And then on top of it, I believe that the WWE streaming service kind of hurts them in this case, because even though they have the subscribers, you know, people aren't buying pay-per-views. So they're, they're subscribing to the channel, to their network, which gives them the pay-per-views as part of that. And I don't know necessarily myself if that's better or worse for them um because they're not getting a lot more money out of that so well so let me just uh interject here so we we do have like you said they didn't really provide an official reason but uh as this article gets into the the later points of it it looks like there's also now again i just want to alert here to anybody listening this is a rumor and or speculation okay (laughs) so don't hold me to anything uh basically from the sounds of this article, it's it's starting to say that they're concerned about the the whole franchise and the future of the franchise and whether or not it's still going to be a thing. Um, and I'll just read this quick excerpt, which will also provide some insight probably as to why this year got canceled. It says, Leaper previously reported, uh, Leaper being uh, just a, an exec over at uh, one of the companies that deals with WWE, uh, reported that the budget for WWE 2K21 which would be the next one after this one that got canceled, Mm -hmm. would be slashed and developers had quit after the release of WWE 2K20, Uh, which is weird because they said that's the one that's not coming out. So I don't know. Maybe they meant 2K19 there. I'm not sure. Which underperformed in sales. So whichever the last one came out was, uh, I imagine is what they're referring to, which underperformed in sales and was heavily criticized by fans due to glitches. I didn't know that. See, I haven't played these in a while, so I wouldn't know. I had a friend, um, Ariana, who used to play all these games. I hit her up. See her so, <laughs> so here's the here's the thing. I'm sorry. So there's no new one in 2020, but the last game that came out was 2K20. Oh, okay. So 21 so, is so the one. So typically okay. they would, would the next release year. a game yeah. in September. Mm-hmm. So that would be the, the next year's year. game. So a 4.3 on IGN, a 5 on Steam. Wow. Um it is uh, 58% on Google user rating for this game. Wow. I heard bad. that there were a lot of problems with this game, and that's why um, they're probably canning the next one because visual concepts and ukes and the 2K wow. are all part of this thing. It just, it's not a good game, apparently. They just, maybe they got complacent. I don't know. They're not uh, very creative. They're not 
moving the needle mm-hmm. forward. On I think that. they're just expecting the actual WWE as a whole to just push the sales. Just fans are going to buy it, but I don't. I think they actually have to focus on the gameplay. If they don't re, if they don't overhaul that entire series, I don't think they're going to last. They, yeah. they have to get. Some I just brand think new they need to. Yeah, they need to get something fresh. And uh, you know, I remember when every year there was a SmackDown versus Raw, or when they even moved to WWE 2K series, that it was just like they were trying to innovate every year and they were trying to add new things. And I still remember one of the games, one of the first two K games that came out on the Xbox. The coolest thing was the customization. And I'm talking about, Mm -hmm. I'm talking about being able to put in your own freaking entrance music customization, Mm -hmm. which was pretty cool. And so I, I think that that's the stuff that gets lost, you know, is that they, just I think people being... underestimate how much I agree. I think people are under the uh, can't talk underestimating how much those little things like that matter. Like you said, the entrance music that is that's awesome. Like that's like if you want to, if if I were to envision a VR version of this game, like you would a hundred percent have your own intro music. That's like the whole point. The whole point of doing that VR would be to walk down the stage with your own music on. Like it's what everybody, you know, every young person I imagine, or a decent amount of people probably dream of, of, you know, walking down the stage like that. And that's, that's why they're there watching. They want to see those guys that cool, walk down the stage, play the music and, and fight. And, uh, it's just, it's, it's just interesting how some of that stuff gets lost in translation. Some of those little things that really do matter. Yeah. And to be honest with you, I was just looking at the roster of the game and it's got a solid roster. So it's gotta be that the gameplay was just well garbage Uh, to to, to be just to be like fair on the situation. I mean, you have, uh, when I look at the wrestling games, I look and see like, who do they bring to the table that's like that were like the B-listers, funny enough? Because you're always going to get the A-listers. You're going to get your Hulk Hogan's. Like, and I'm talking yeah. about the like the old school wrestlers. Like yeah. You're going to get your Hulk Hogan's and stuff like this. But I saw guys on this roster that were like um, Brutus to Barber Beefcake. You know, guys like that big boss man. That's just like funny because those go back and harken to, you know, my day in watching wrestling. Um, I mean, I, I watched up to... Well, the to- 1940s? Yep, absolutely. <laughs> you see, in my day, kids, when we were watching the wrestling shows, um, but it, it like just some of those guys is pretty cool. But like they had Hulk Hogan, Macho Man, yep. um, stuff like that. So, and I, I stopped watching just after the whole CM Punk the fiasco, which I think was uh, like 2014, 2015, 16, somewhere around there. I don't remember. I actually did but... watch. I think I watched wrestling when I was maybe 12 or so give or take and i would just watch it religiously and i was so enveloped in like the storyline that they had like oh my god this guy's in the hospital like is he gonna be okay like you know kind of thinking it might be real but it's not real but it is but it isn't and it was it's interesting when you're younger but yeah i I got out of it um after a little bit of time you know and another thing too which is kind of funny um once again, digressing a little bit from it gaming podcast, but just talking about WWE in general. Back in the day when they first went public and they had night, they they did their IP and everything like that. I um wanted to buy stock in them, and my wife kind of like pushed me away from buying the stock. And oh, so, blame the wife, blame the wife. Well, it was I can her. already see what's so coming. I can see what's coming. So listen, <laughs> I remember like three years later showing her the stock price was over ninety dollars, and I was buying it at thirty. I was going to buy it at thirty. Oh, feels. But bad, guess what? Man. Thanks. Well, 
here's the thing. Thanks to COVID-19, it's down to $44. Oh, there you go. You can pick it right so, back um, up. That's but, Now's so, the time to buy, man. So Now's it's like, what buy. do you buy, though? Um, but it, it's it's going to be interesting to see how they rebound. Right now, they're at $44 as we speak on a Saturday afternoon. Uh, um, just an alert to everybody listening. We are not. Oh yeah, we're not to provide stock advice. Oh no, we are not qualified to do that. <laughs> do at not all. listen to our dumbass advice. <laughs> Don't no, but we just like to think that we're you know the greatest financial investors. Right. Well, of all I mean, time. to be fair, if I had <laughs> bought this back then and I dumped the stock right before this pandemic, you could happened, have a whole different life. You could I, be a financial well, investor. Day I don't trader. think I'd be that crazy because I would have only invested like maybe a thousand dollars in it so it's not like i would have been like oh my god but that would have made some big gains you know would have been true triple my money there i would have made triple my money if i sold that at its high yeah i bought it at 30 and it was at 90 so but anyways what's it so back to games let's go back to gaming guys so um the stock tip of the week yeah right we'll make that a new segment right um all right so or we could do like a gaming stock tip of the week that's yeah, well, I, I'm never going to do that because I am you horrible You ever do at that, that research? <laughs> I'm horrible at that stuff. All right, so uh, we do have... This let's is, talk about it's, money. Let's, well, yeah, this is... So, wow. Can we say two segues in a row that weren't planned? <laughs> All right, so even though we, we were talking about finances and money, we're actually going into the money of video games. And um, I guess unsurprisingly to most, if you know anything about the economy and what's going on right now uh last month according to forbes which i hear is a somewhat reliable website uh <laughs> they i don't know about that uh no. yeah i know right D digital video game revenue for the month of uh march i want to make sure i read that right hit 10 billion dollars it's a best month ever ever and you heard that right e-v-e-r ever all right now granted that take that with a grain of salt because digital hasn't really been around. It was maybe 10 years tops and it, technically before that, but like as a real source of revenue, digital wasn't the mainstay as opposed to hard copy um, until just recently. Right. So that, that does say something. So take into consideration that $10 billion is only digital downloads. Um, now physical downloads probably went down. I'm curious to see if the physical plus digital is the greatest ever, but I don't know. Like I said, unsurprisingly, this is almost entirely due to COVID. Actually, no, it's due to COVID-19. So, um, so the first thing I want to mention with this, again, if you are in the gaming world whatsoever, this is probably not surprising to you at all, which I think, oh, uh, Steph finally got Animal Crossing, Animal Crossing, by the way. So Nice. Uh, well, you know <laughs> so, what's funny? You still haven't come to my island. Dude, or I haven't even been to my own island in a little bit. I've been trying to play Pokemon Shield, Whatever. Legends of Terra, well, League of tell Legends. Steph that like, she, can, she can get the hookup. She can hook up with a real man. She can hook up with a real man and show him what's up. <laughs> oh, God. Getting wrecked by my, uh, my Animal Crossing island. Jesus. That's right. All right. So, Super Data estimates uh which is like a data reporting website mm -hmm. for video games estimates that nintendo's animal crossing new horizons a calming game which i have to agree with where mm -hmm. your character simply hangs out on an island <laughs> you gotta yeah like
I figured it was a good price and it was in the high hundred. So I think like 140, 150, I can't remember. And he bought it for like 102 or something. So he made a profit. So I was like, you know what? Let me just check to see how much my turnips were. Financial. We do, do you want to guess how start. much my turnips were going for the day he sold his? Oh, God. What? 599 bells. <laughs> he would have made almost six times his money. And so would have I if I bought, if I bought turnips that week. Hashtag feels bad, man. Indeed. Dude, so gonna, when someone says <laughs> that this is a common it's, game, it's, it's not. not. It's, it's it is very. It is very like very ruthless. <laughs> like Tom Nook is basically a kingpin. Tom Nook's a cheap bastard. All right. No, Tom. Tom cheap. Nook's a kingpin. That's what he is. <laughs> like he's like, I'll add a, a addition to your house. It's going to cost three hundred and sixty nine thousand. And I'm like, all right. Well, maybe the second room isn't going to be so bad. And it's like small. I'm like, come on, man. Like at least make it the <laughs> same size as my for? expansion to my my living room. And he the, didn't the even new, do that, and I paid three times the amount. I think making my room bigger was like a hundred thousand, and adding a room was three hundred thousand. That wasn't even the size of the room that I added. So yeah, I'm the like, prices are a little inflated in, in Animal Come Crossing. On, <laughs> and and you know, program. listen, the new phrase is no longer going to be "What is the price of gold in China?" It's going to be "What's the price of turnips on your island?" What's the price of turnips on, your of turnips on anyone's <laughs> island right now? So if anyone um, is listening and plays Animal Crossing and wants to meet up with us, let us know. Yeah, we'll comment below. Request. Give us your tag. We'll throw yeah. you a friend request. If you want to see what your peak on turnips is, you can let us know when you've peaked because, honestly, I, I check turnips all the time when I buy them, and I never hit five ninety nine. So I think the game was trolling me and is like, we know you didn't buy it, and this is the first time you've checked it this week, so we're going to make Dude, it. Dude, we got to communicate with as many players as possible to see when that turnip market's getting good. Yeah, man. well, we you want to know what? <laughs> you could look up Animal Crossing <laughs> online, and you'll see there's so many articles where, like, people will be like, Animal Crossing's turned me into an asshole or, like, things <laughs> like that. Like, it's just so bad at what people... People do in this game like um oh. and if you're looking on twitch too i see people playing it somebody created a deal or no deal game which looks pretty on cool animal on animal crossing where they like dropped like bags and you could pick it up and open it and you didn't know what was inside like the presents <laughs> and stuff so That's it's great. like do you want this one it was just uh so that was pretty interesting so the game by itself is so immersive Robust. and there's so much to do um yeah. but really you want to talk about RPG grinds and leveling up your character. Oh my God. Grinding to level up your Island is all is about insane. making those bells. And yeah. if you want to make those bells fast, just like in real life, just you, have to, the, you have to hit the <laughs> stock market. No, you have to hit the stock market really is what you have to do. And you just have to be careful of who you make best friends because they could rob your Island blind. Cause yeah. you can have people come to your Island and they can't really do much unless they're your best friend. So, yeah, but well, then they can take all your shit though. They but, can mine and all yeah, that. Yeah, but to 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 be fair, I bought this game digitally, so I'm part of that five million. I was a digital purchase of this game, so. Oh, um, so yeah, the five million he's talking about, by the way, because I didn't even finish before. Oh, you we didn't get to that. I'm sorry. I, no, wow. I literally I ended at I ended at you where your character the, and then I interjected. No, <laughs> No, where your character simply hangs out on an island, and you're like, Tommy. "Well, let me tell you about let hanging me tell out you about on how your calm island." I am about 
Animal Crossing right now, guys. So whenever my daughter takes the <laughs> controller from me, I'm scared that she's gonna drop something that I'm not gonna be able to find again. <laughs> All right, those are my fears. Right I lost now. my items. I lost my items. Not man. if I'm gonna get sick from this this uh, this pandemic when I go out to get food losing your iron ore. It's gonna be like, am I gonna lose my iron because my daughter is nonchalantly crafting things at my crafting table without me noticing? <laughs> But daddy, I got a be. nice I got a nice Easter egg chair. What Here's a frying pan, dad. Happy birthday. <laughs> well, how many iron nuggets did that take? Oh my god. All of them. Oh. Surprise. Welcome. Anyway, All right, so anyways, Animal Crossing soul. Anyone who's Jesus played this Christ. game understands this. Everyone else is probably like, these guys are fucking wackos right now because they have no oh, idea yeah. what we're talking about. Oh, yeah, man. The price of bells in China. All right. Sold right. more <laughs> digital this game, this freaking game. So if you don't know about it, you probably should because it has sold more digital units in a single month than any other console game in history. Like like ever. So pegging the total at $5 million. That is insane for a game that, honestly, Nintendo needs to go and thank that virus because if this virus did not happen, it would not sold nearly as much because it is... It's a popular game for Nintendo, but it's definitely not on, like, Mario or Zelda's level, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I still um, remember when we went to PAX East, and um, there was we a, were, There was a good line. They had a and huge It was booth. a huge line, and yeah. it was just... And we went because we wanted to get the pin. We wanted to get the pin, which, by the way, uh, here's the pin. It's uh, Isabel, who yeah, ends up Yeah, shoving it up. in my face, he and I couldn't download up. the app, bro. Yeah. All right? Thanks a lot. Yep. <laughs> so there's that. But anyways, uh, yeah. And now going back to other games. So talking about Animal Crossing, id Software also released Doom Eternal the same day as Animal Crossing. And they sold 3 million units, um, which That's is three insane. more times than the original Doom sold during its launch in May of 2016. Um, yeah. When I say original Doom, I mean more of the fact of the, the new generation of Doom. Um, not obviously the one back in the day that you played on your PC. Speaking of Doom, is this a third segue? Is this, dude, we are on point. We are on point today. Speaking of Doom, another major release in March, uh, ID Software's Doom Eternal, a decidedly not calm. So, so unfortunately, you need to be on Doom's level for Forbes to think you are not a calm game, uh, where you simply mow down demons ravaging Earth. That That's a well-put line. Um, sold 3 million units, which is more than three times as many units as Doom sold during its launch month in May 2016. That's incredible. You know uh, what that tells wow. me? People are bored? No, that you weren't listening to me because that's exactly what I was talking about. And you said this is a segue to something else. And I'm like, what's it a segue to? I can't wait to wait, hear it. Wait, what did you say? Whoa. I said all I that stuff. I said that they sold 3 million units. They came out the same day as Animal Crossing and sold 3 million units. I think I heard Animal Crossing <laughs> and was thinking Animal Crossing still. Like you were Animal talking Crossing. about Animal Crossing. Doom. Oh, my, oh God. my God. I think so, I just hey guys. Like, <laughs> Rewind. I think I just completely oh, zoned I got it out. Right now, who said it better? Put it in the comments. Was <laughs> my rendition of the Doom better than Justin's? Put it in the comments now. Oh, Open God, that iPhone, that Android, get it in there, or put it in the YouTube comments. Who said it better? I don't even Justin know what I. Myself. 
I heard what you were saying. That's so I thought you weird. were like, oh, we're going to jump to the next thing. And I'm like, oh, I don't know what the next oh. segment has to do with Doom. Well, strike, strike the third strike the third segue then we're only at two so far so um, hopefully we can get a third one in here <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right so there's two more on or actually three more so uh multiplayer is obviously big now a free-to-play yep. mode added to call of duty modern warfare in march um warzone which i'm sure everybody's heard of by now that boosted the game's monthly active users 159%. So if anybody's having internet connectivity issues right now, this is why. <laughs> we have found the problem. Um, to 62.7 million. That's the total users. Uh, virtual reality. So we actually, we talked about Half-Life Alex a little while ago. Uh, we did. And that did decidedly well. Uh, the highly anticipated game managed to draw in 860,000 players. It's which which I, I get what the article saying too. Like that's not the greatest numbers, but for a VR title, that's incredible. That's probably one hundred percent agree with you on that one. Yeah. yeah, that that would be like like Animal Crossing sold five million and Doom was three million. This is probably eight sixty equates to like two million as a you know when it comes to translating it into those terms. So I think that's great for a VR headset. Um, and then it said <clears throat> spending increased fifteen percent year over year for mobile games. Um, which is, I mean, honestly, mobile, I think of the shit end of the stick here with the virus, because everybody, they already, they already played mobile. So now they're like, all right, well now we're going to invest more time into Nintendo and doom and, and all this stuff, right. um, which is pretty good. So, yeah. So, I mean, listen, now, now is the time, uh, to play video games. And actually, I think, I don't know if it was this article or another one that I was reading, but it was said multiple times. Oh, it was this one. That gaming back in 2008, if anybody remembers that financial crisis, which is essentially what's going to happen to us now with everything going on with COVID. Um, allegedly. They, allegedly, yeah. So basically, everybody was touting back then that gaming was recession-proof, that it's basically like alcohol, right? When when the world goes to shit and the economy sucks, everybody buys booze. Well, it looks like everybody's more apt to buy video games nowadays, which is a good thing in my book. Um, but if, uh, you look here, there's some numbers too. uh, oh, GameStop was the only thing that really, um, that really is not doing well right now, but it does say gaming stocks are up across the board, mm -hmm. even for hardware makers like Nintendo. So yeah. for everything, the whole market, if you know, we've been talking about the market a lot throughout this cast in particular, or this stream. And um, if you don't know what's going on with the stock market, generally, just to give you a general idea, the big tracker that tracks the entire market, the Dow, had dropped like 50%, 60%, something like that. So it was at like 30,000. Now it's at like 15 or I haven't checked recently, um, which is just, it's a very huge drop. So every stock is down, but something like Nintendo is still up. So it just shows you that those companies right now are doing A-OK -okay while the rest of the world is kind of freaking out a little bit. So, all right. So, would you like to go over the Roughhouse Deals of the Week? Roughhouse Deals of the Week. How about it, guys? What can you get at a discount or for free this week? So, as I've been tro trolling the internet, as I've been doing these past weeks, I came across an article. Joe trolling? What? Oh, yeah. Well. <laughs> yep, that's me. <laughs> Anyways, um, I found an article from GameSpot 
uh, that basically Steam is going to release a game that got very, very high ratings when it was released. And it's called Total War Shogun 2. This game is free to play and download, and it'll be yours to keep starting Monday, April 27th, 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific time. So, when you are downloading this podcast and listening to it, it is going to be free starting at 1 p.m. Eastern. So, if you listen to us prior to 1 p.m. and you jump on there and like, oh, let me see, Joe's a liar, Total War isn't available, it's because it isn't 1 p.m. yet, Eastern Standard Time. So, just make sure you get that. Caveat is 1 p.m., Monday, April 27th on Steam and it will run until Friday, May 1st at 1 p.m. So you basically have a full week to download this game. Get that shit in my hands. So you guys are going to get this for free. It's going to be on Steam, so you need a PC to play it. It's got extremely positive reviews. It was released a very long time ago. It's not super new, but it's free. So it's normally $30 on Steam right now. Steam's got it for 30 bucks right now. So you're getting this game for free. Um, it's a mix of real-time and turn-based strategy, and it's set in a uh, Japanese setting. Um, so I'll definitely be picking this up. Like, like, thank you for finding this. Like, I, I've always been interested in this game when I saw commercials and stuff for it, but never enough to, like, go out and buy it. So this is, like, one of those perfect free games. It's like... It's like that movie that you find 10 years later that you never watched when it came out and you really mm-hmm. wanted to see it, and now it's free to watch. Same same deal. <laughs> That's what this game is to me right now. Yep, and uh, like the game's got stuff like RPG skills and experience for generals and agents, uh, multi-stage sieges, scaling walls is just the beginning, new hero units that can inspire your team and carve through the enemy, and it's got a new rotating 3D campaign map that you can go through and look at. But once again, this is a fairly older game, so it's not like it's blowing anyone's minds. But once again, it's obviously doing pretty well because if it's still holding at $30 all this time. Hey, it got a 9 out of 10 on GameSpot, too. So, no, it's, you know, it's, it's, and it's got very positive reviews. Yeah. There's 490 recent reviews on this game that are very positive on Steam. 93% of... 490 users reviewed this game in the last 30 days are positive so that's 30 days people are doing this um yeah recently it's it's great so i mean and these people have some tons of time one person has over 1700 hours recorded in this game i'm just looking at the reviews (laughs) man i wish i had that kind of time I barely have like a hundred plus in rocket league and that 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 game takes a lot of hours to get good at like come on man Jesus. Yes, exactly. I might have so, that many hours in League of Legends, but that's over like a 10-year period. So, like, come on, man. All right. So what would we do without Rough House deals? Honestly, I'm pretty excited about that because that's a free game, and free is 100% up my alley. Absolutely. So, all right. Well, now we're getting into the game releases over the next week. Releases. Uh, and Oh, yeah. And there's a decent amount this week. Some uh, that we've actually played and reviewed ourselves. Uh, Some that actually one that's not on this list that I'll tell you guys about that you may or may not already know about because I've mentioned it a million times. But first up, we have Azure Striker Gunvolt Striker Pack. Uh, So I guess this is just uh, some sort of DLC for the game. But this is, if you have not heard of it, a 2D action game featuring a young man with the power of lightning 
who stands for freedom against the evil ambitions of a massive organization. When lightning strikes, a new legend is born. Kind of gives me a Mega Man vibe looking at it. Not going to lie. Mega Man. Um, but it looks it looks cool. A nice little 2D uh, side-scrolling action. Mm-hmm. Um, that is coming out April 28th for PS4. Gears Tactics, which I forgot about this game. I remember it being announced. That comes out for PC on the 28th. This is an RTS game based on Gears. Do I have that right? I didn't even look. It Gears is, of War. Oh, it is RTS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it kind of looks like it's a real-time strategy game. It's pretty cool looking. It, um, it says it's a fast-paced turn-based strategy game. So, that yeah, yeah that's real time. Yeah, it's got to be RTS. Yeah, yeah, From one of the most acclaimed video game down. franchises. Uh, oh, it is top-down. Do you see a screenshot or something? Yep. Mm-hmm. Survive, recruit, fight. Yeah, I mean, listen, I might pick this up because I did like Gears. I'm not like, you know, this crazy Gears fan or anything, but yeah, check it the, just, I don't know if it's going to be on Game Pass or not. Um, should look and see if that's the case. Possibly, but I don't know. This this looks very, very good. So I would definitely consider trying that out if you guys got nothing to do, which I'm sure many of you don't. Uh, that comes out April 28th for PC only, not on Xbox. Yep, it says um, it will be coming soon to Game Pass, but not at launch. So you yep. you do have Game Pass. You may want to hold out. If you don't and you want to get it, get it. The Inner Friend is up next. And uh, The Inner Friend... This says, descend into an eerie world made of scattered memories and unresolved traumas and explore a nightmarish landscape where you'll come face to face with childhood fears and nightmares. Uh, no, I was not talking about you on a day-to-day basis, Joe. <laughs> Sorry, I had to throw that in there. <laughs> I'll take listen, it as much as I give it. It's fine. The, 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 listen, this sounds like every buddy on the on the planet's issues that they go through every day so uh this is kind of scary that they even made a game about this it's like oh hey my life's not bad enough let me just play this game that reminds me of all the traumas and shit uh it got positive reviews i guess so (laughs) it's uh coming out on april 28th for pc ps4 xbox one and switch uh pubg season seven Comes out on April 28th as well for PS4 and Xbox One. Good old PUBG. Haven't played that in a while. Remnant from the Ashes has some DLC, which I was not expecting. Uh, Joe and I played that game. Joe, what did you think of Remnant? I enjoyed it. I, uh, I I thought it was great. Um, we had a lot of fun playing it. And like I said, I think we should get back to it, especially with this DLC yeah. maybe, and uh, start playing again. We actually had a couple of good people come on our streams when we were playing this, so... Um, it definitely got us a little bit of shout out to stash stash tastic so um you know there's a lot of cool stuff with these games and yeah i mean i'll take it yeah it's uh this is something we could look at possibly playing when the dlc comes out which it looks like that's gonna be on tuesday for pc on april 28th so um sakura wars is the next one and oh there it is uh, so this actually intrigues me. This kind of looks like an RPG that is made by Sega. And uh, that comes out on 428 for PS4. Looks like just a very classic, you know, RPG anime looking type game, anime art. Mm-hmm. So very excited to see uh, what this game entails. I don't know. It looks interesting. So I might I might actually check this out myself and grab it. Uh, then we got, and that's, uh, sorry, the 28th for PS4. Dread Nautical. 
Dreadnautical. So this is an Epic Games game. Uh, your cruise was so relaxing until the monsters from another dimension showed up to kill everyone. Fight them off, manage your resources effectively, and convince scattered survivors to join your efforts. A captivatingly eerie tactical turn-based RPG. Seems uh, seems interesting. It definitely it's got one of those. Um, the art in it is very like cartoony, pixelated type stuff. Uh, I don't really know what to call those graphics. Kind of looks like old school Sims. <laughs> if anybody wants, if anybody knows what that's like. Um, so that actually comes out April 29th for PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. G-Lock Air Battle is next up. Uh, now, I'm not sure about this. I was looking at this earlier, Joe. Now, this is a very old, 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 very old Sega game that was released in 1990. Hmm. Now... I don't know if this is just now available in the PlayStation Store, or not the PlayStation Maybe. Store, the Nintendo Store. Um, if so, then we have some old school, another Sega game. This is two Sega. I, I didn't know Sega, Sega still existed until today. Wow. Yeah. I knew <laughs> Sega fun existed because they do so many games. They just fell out of the system more. I know. I just, their name is never important, I guess, anymore. It never really pops up in anything relevant. I know, dude, it, it hurts bad. to even say that. <laughs> um, so that is going to be available for the Switch on April 30th. Streets of Rage 4. Uh, amongst the best beat-em-up series ever created, jamming 90s beats and over-the-top street fighting, the iconic series Streets of Rage comes back with a masterful tribute to and revitalization of the classic action fans adore. Uh, that comes out April 30th for dun, 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 everything. PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. And this is the second to last one, even though it's the last one on this list. Arcade Spirits uh, we have here, which this is different. Uh, it's a romantic visual novel got very positive reviews too that follows an alternative timeline where the 1983 video game crash never occurred it's 20 xx and you've just started a new job at the funplex game arcade who will you meet along the way will you find the romance that you're seeking that is such a that is such a so specific storyline to base a game on like a 1980s arcade that never died stuck around till the 20 whatevers and you're trying to find romance like who thought yeah i want to meet that guy or girl oh my god um and last but not least on the 30th of this month the one the only legends of runeterra finally fully releases oh my god i cannot wait and uh for anybody following runeterra right now they had uh just released a new region uh which wow why can't i oh bilgewater uh <laughs> i had so many regions going through my name they revealed bilgewater to be the seventh region that is now uh coming out they revealed three champions for it already gangplank nautilus and fizz all from the league of legends universe all very accurate uh, as far as their depiction of the actual league of legends champion themselves and oh my god am i excited for this game just played another tournament this weekend uh, just barely missed Top Cut. Casting again today as we're filming. So it'll be yesterday as you guys hear this uh, on Monday. And uh, yeah, it's just awesome game. If you are into, excuse me, card games, 
Uh, if you played Magic, if you played Yu-Gi-Oh, if you played Pokemon, stuff like that, definitely check this game. Hearthstone, definitely check this game out. It is absolutely amazing. You will be very surprised with how much better I feel now that this is than so many other card games out there. So, And it's available on mobile on the 30th. There you so. go. And that is all we have for today, I believe. That is it, everybody. Once again, I'd like to thank everyone for coming along on this fun adventure of ours to listen about video games and other stupid shit we talk about. And uh, <laughs> don't forget to rate and review us on all of the top platforms, including YouTube, uh, you know, podcast apps, whichever one you listen to, you like right now. Please give us five stars, highly rate us, follow us, subscribe to us, do all those fun little things, and uh, I guess we will see you next week with hopefully some more positive news in the video game world. So that's hopefully, hopefully COVID-19 is magically cured next week. <laughs> so that's Rough House Place signing off, and this is SJW, shit just works. Signing Saying off. Peace out, everybody. Peace out.